0: Are you ready to know your worth and identity in the body of Christ? Are you ready for Kingdom conversations with Kingdom people? Welcome to the Recovery to Recovered podcast. I'm your host, Caleb McCall, and I will be guiding you through the Word with preaching and teaching and empower you to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Hello and welcome into episode 21 on the Recovery to Recovered podcast. So excited that you would join us this morning. I'm uh, excited to release a word this morning. Last week, we got to do an interview with Pastor J.T. Jordan. If you have not checked out episode 20, please go and do such. It was an incredible interview. He is an incredible man of God whom I regard very highly, consider him to be my pastor. So check that out if you have not heard that. And on this week's episode, I'm preaching a message today called Mind Changers. And I'm I'm so excited to preach this message because I'm telling you folks this right here, this right here can shift the mentality uh, that you have, because uh, this is all about your mind. You know, the Bible actually has a lot to say about the mind and, and, and what a Christian's mind is supposed to operate and function and do, um, you know. So the title to today's episode is Mind Changers, Change Your Mind, Change Your Destiny. And I'm going from Proverbs 23 and verse 7. And it says, For as he thinketh within himself, so he is. Father God, I pray over the next couple of moments that you would help me to preach and teach your word, God. And that what I speak today, that the seed would fall on good soil and would produce a hundredfold in the lives of our listeners today. Father, we love you. We honor you and we praise you. It's in Jesus mighty name, amen and amen. So I want to talk to you guys this morning about your mind and what you think about. The things that you think about. <clears throat> like what what is your thought life like? Let me tell you something encouraging on the topic. You can't control the thoughts that come into your mind, but you can control the thoughts that you meditate on. That's why the word says, think on things that are above and not beneath. Think on things that are right. Think on things that are noble, pure, lovely, and admirable. If anything is praiseworthy, think about such things. That's what Philippians 4, 8 tells us as the body of Christ to do. Also, it tells us to take every thought captive and make it obedient unto Christ that's second corinthians 10:5 and i want to elaborate on that a little bit Because what that looks like is that you can't control every thought that comes into your head, but you can control what you meditate on. And what that looks like for the believer is you have this crazy thought that comes into your mind. And as soon as it enters your mind, you take it captive and say, that's not the way God has called me to think. That's not a biblical way of thinking. That's not a Christ like way of thinking. You take it captive and you remove it from your mind and give it to Christ. Amen. So I'm talking to you about your thought life. Like, what is your thought life like? You know, what is it that you meditate on? What is it that is continually on your mind? Y'all pay attention to this. This is some powerful stuff. You know, the Bible has a lot to say about the mind and what we meditate on and how we think about things can have a profound effect on where we are in life or where it is that we are headed. And you see what day what what did we just read in Proverbs. What do we just read in Proverbs, a book in the Bible that's known for its words of pure wisdom and truth? It says, as a man thinketh within himself, so he is. So as mankind thinks within himself, so he is. So what the Bible is saying here is that what you think about yourself, what you think about your situations, what you think and let run through your mind, what you meditate on is the way that things are to you. If you continually think and say you're a loser, guess what you're going to be? Come on, somebody. If you can't think victories... you will never see any. If you can't think success, you'll never have any. If you can't think millions, you'll never make millions. If you can't think miracles, guess what, folks? You're never going to see any. As your mentality is, so your life goes. So what the Bible is trying to tell us is that the mind and the way you think is a powerful, powerful thing because the way that you think about yourself is the way that things are according to you. But here's the thing that I find A lot of the way that I find Christians thinking about themselves is not accurate because you need to know, you need to think, know, and speak over yourself what the word has to say about you, not what our flesh or carnal way of thinking is wanting to make you believe about yourself. By the way, the word says that your carnal mind, your fleshly way of thinking is at enmity against God. In other words, the way that you think outside of being in communion with the Holy Spirit is God's enemy. So many people got this thing confused and they think that God's great adversary is the devil. But the Bible says Satan is mankind's adversary, right? He goes around your adversary like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. But God's adversary is your way of thinking. That's why the Bible says in Romans 12 two, be not conformed by this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can prove what is that good, acceptable and perfect will of God. The Christian life is one of victories and success if you are in the will of God. Well, how do you know the will of God? What do you how do you know what the will of God is? You renew your mind by the word of God and put on the mind of Christ as first Corinthians two sixteen says. Do we understand that that's what the word says about us in 1 Corinthians 2, 16, that you have access to the mind of Christ? Let me let that sink in for a second. You have access to the mind of Christ. I don't know about you, but I want to think like Jesus, because if I can think like Jesus, then I can walk like Jesus. I can talk like Jesus. And if I can talk, walk, walk. And if I can walk and talk like Jesus, things can begin to shift in my life, because guess what? Jesus wasn't broke, busted and disgusted. He definitely was persecuted and people talk crazy about him, but he had a different mindset about it. He had a different mentality about life. He had a revelation that he was an alien in this world, but he was a citizen of heaven. He had a kingdom mentality, a kingdom mindset. He had the mentality, you can talk crazy about me all you want. I'm just going to keep loving people, healing people, freeing people. Come on, somebody. That's what Jesus' mentality is. You can talk about me all you want. You can talk crazy. You can make up lies. You You can even try to kill me and eventually do kill me. But I'm going to keep loving people. I'm going to keep healing people. I'm going to keep freeing people. He had a kingdom mentality. I said it at my church last week. We're about to start talking about the kingdom. I'm going to pound the kingdom until until this election is over. Because I'm so tired of hearing about politics from Christians. Sure, you got to vote. Yeah, you got to vote. And guess what? You better vote biblical principles. Because you're going to stand before God and give an account for your voting. But here's the thing about it. You should have a kingdom mentality. Jesus, 2020. Come on, man. Let me get off that soapbox. What if we had a mentality shift in the body of Christ and we started thinking heavenly again? Come on, man. I'll tell you what would happen. We'd lay our hands on our own head and say, God, change the way that I think so that I can be successful in your kingdom so that I can be successful in the earth, advancing the kingdom so that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, help me change the way I think about money so I can stop being broke. God, help me think about my marriage differently differently so it can be healed. God, help me change the way I think about my, my career so that you might could trust me with a new one. God, give me some wisdom to change the way I think and perceive things in life to line up with your will. The Bible says in Colossians 3, 2 to set your mind on things above and not on things of the earth. Translation here is start thinking like heaven again. Jesus says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The breakdown of that re means again and do means to do over. And pent means high, hence the word penthouse. Re means do over, and pent means high. So what Jesus there is starting is saying is we need to start thinking heavenly again. Change the way that you think. Stop being consumed by the troubles of this world. Stop being consumed with the problems of this world and the behaviors of this world, and change the way that you think. Change the way that you think all the way back to the garden, which was eternal and heavenly and not earthly and temporary. The Greek word for pent is metanoia, metanu. It actually means to change the way that you think. It brings this whole repentance thing into a new light, doesn't it? You know, this is not repent. Lord, I'm sorry for sleeping with my girlfriend and smoking weed and getting drunk on the weekends. Please forgive me. Amen. That's not repentance. That's prayer in a pretty weak one, if you ask me. Repentance is changing the way that you think about the situation and it becomes, God, I know this ain't about you just trying to suck the fun out of my relationship, but it's because of the sanctity of marriage and covenant that you asked me to wait till I get married. It's a reflection of our covenant with you, Father God. By the way. Sex is a lot more fun when you're doing it the right way and there's no guilt and condemnation and shame tied to it because you're doing it within the biblical parameters of what it's supposed to be. I know we got adults listening to today's show, right? Come on, somebody. Come on. Right? We're adults here. You know, the shame and the guilt that's tied to that stuff, it'll wear you out. But it becomes God help me change the way I think about smoking weed and getting high because your word says be sober and diligent because our adversary, the devil, there goes that adversary thing again. The devil goes around like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. And if I'm stoned and not in my right mind, I'm an easy target for the enemy to get me to stumble off the path and the destiny and the purpose that you have for me and the earth. You got to change the way that you think about this whole thing. It's not just about the weed. It's about the thing behind the weed. It's about the thing behind the drug use and the alcohol abuse. We got to change the way that we're thinking about things in the church. A way of thinking needs to line up with the will of God and what the word of God says. We have to stop being consumed with the temporary things of this world and begin to place our thoughts on the eternal things. We need to think like Philippians 4, 8, which says, think and meditate on whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, what? Think. Think about such things. Meditate your mind. Think, think, think. I don't know about you, but these are things that I want to think and meditate on with my short amount of time here on the earth you turn on the news for five minutes you won't hear nothing but bickering arguing doom gloom and negativity y'all ever talk to somebody who watches nothing but the news it's real easy to tell because all you got to do is ask them what's going on in their life and nothing but negativity comes out nothing but negativity comes out I want to think about things that are noble. I want to think about things that are good, pure, lovely, and admirable. I want to talk about things like the phone call I got a couple of months ago where I was at a restaurant with a pastor friend of mine. And we asked the waitress what we could pray for her for. And she begins to talk about how her dad has cancer and we stopped and prayed For his healing and he goes back into that same restaurant a couple weeks later to get a salad As she comes running out and hugs his neck because her daddy went back for a test and couldn't find anything Come on church, you better give God praise and shout wherever it is Scare somebody in the cubicle next to you if you're listening to this at work I don't care if you're in the the car, have a shout and a praise session Because God's still doing it, God's still healing the sick I want to think about things like this Why don't we celebrate and talk about and meditate on the fact that God's healing people? Why don't we celebrate and talk about the fact and meditate on the fact that BTB and Miriam House men and women are getting set free from addiction by the power of the gospel? Why don't we celebrate and meditate on the fact that the kids at at the church that I'm connected to have raised thousands of dollars in the last year to send to missionaries across the world through the assemblies of God and speed the light? Why don't we talk about and celebrate the ministries that are going on with feeding people and and homelessness? ministries and recovery ministries and all of these things these things are what we should meditate on i want to hang around some mind changers i want to hang around some people who know they have the ability the ability to think heavenly and change and shift their situations simply because they have a heavenly mentality God is looking for some people whose mindset will be one from heaven and not from this world. God is looking for some people who can think differently and begin to live differently. You know, I've been in the room with millionaires before and I definitely wasn't one of them. But let me tell you something about millionaires and billionaires. They think differently. You can take everything they got from them and in five years they'd probably be millionaires or billionaires again. Why? Because they didn't become millionaires and billionaires because people handed them stuff. They became millionaires and billionaires because of the way that they think. That's another reason why millionaires hang around millionaires. That's the reason why the rich hang around the rich. Because if you can't think millions, you're wasting their time and you're in danger to their mindset and mentality. That's why it's not good for believers to constantly hang out with non-believers. I'm not saying you never go around them or hang around them with the intent of sharing the gospel. Of course, you need to do that. It's called the Great Commission. We're called to that. But what I am saying is that if you begin to hang out with people all the time that have a worldly mindset mindset instead of a kingdom mindset, don't be surprised when it rubs off on you. Check this out right here in James 1 21. Therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all that remains in wickedness, humility, receive the word implanted, which is able to save your souls. First off, what this is saying is put off all filthiness, wickedness of the carnal mind, that old way of thinking, that old way of doing things, you know, doing things that's your way and not God's way. Also, that old way of thinking that says you'll never change, you'll never be good enough. By the way, guys, that's nothing more than a tactic of the enemy who is ancient and he knows how this thing works, because if he can get you to believe that about yourself, he's got you right where he wants you back to the scripture as a man thinketh within himself. So he is. But that's first, right? You put off the old way of thinking and I know. Some of you are asking, well, how do I do that? But check this out. I've got the answer of how you do that. You do it by renewing the mind with the word, which is able to save your soul. What's a person's soul? It is their mind, will, and emotions. So you renew your mind with the word of God. You pour so much word into it that everything else gets removed. I've got this NLT Bible that I was given. When I was in Teen Challenge and I literally read the cover off of that thing. When you put the word in you, which is Christ in its fullness, it changes the way that you think to where your life can look like his. And that is the ultimate goal. It's why he came. He came to restore the image of mankind so that you could once again look like him and think like him and be once again in the image of God. And when we have been born again and are back in his image, that is what saves our souls and our mind, will and emotion and our mind, will and emotions get to spend an eternity with the father. Your soul gets to spend an eternity with the father. Let's pray today. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would anoint us and that you would help us with our minds, that we would think heavenly once again. That, Father God, we would reflect you, that we would meditate on you, that we would think on things that are good, pure, lovely, admirable, and noble, Father God, that you would help us to renew our minds with the Word of God, for in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When we spend time in the Word, we're spending time with you, Jesus, and you, Jesus, are the only one that can renew the mind and change the person and save the soul, which is the mind, will, and emotions. Father, we love you so much, and I thank you for what you're going to do in every listener's life today by renewing their mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 21 today, Mind Changers. Folks, remember, change your mind, change your destiny. You can't change your behavior until you change the way that you think about it first. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Recovery to Recover podcast. If you like what you heard today, visit BeTheBushMinistries.com or MiriamHouse.com to become a monthly partner or for more info about our ministry and what we are accomplishing for the kingdom of God. You can also follow me on Facebook at Caleb McCall or on Instagram at Pastor Caleb Mac. See you next week.